Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of Journey the Roadrunners. Paul here. And Adriana. And we're recording from, I guess it's the same studio, but a different laptop. <laughs> yes, and that, I think next time, next podcast, we'll definitely do it uh, in person together. I'm actually going away tomorrow, so that's the reason we're not doing it in person today. Mm -hmm. But I, I would definitely, we'll be down for that. We did it in person during the pandemic. Remember we did like a porch session and it was like so cool to actually be around somebody. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we've done a lot in person, like in the, even in like in the gym and everything. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. Those, well, all of those used to be, that was all like, when the babysitting room was there and the kids were screaming. We yep. had, those are the good old days. <laughs> but yeah, like the, we, last time we recorded, we actually recorded and, um, I think it might have been like the first week in October. It was after the Rugged Maniac, and we had our friend Mark Frederick on because then we were talking about that race because Mark did that race too, but the, it kept like getting disconnected. And I think the problem was with my laptop, so which sucks because it was like a really great conversation. So yeah, we have to have a redo. And for those of you who are following us, Paul did the race, came out injury-free, finished. This is his first obstacle race that he, he did with no issues. <laughs> yep. Well, you can't even say that. Well, I was able to finish, but then, like, I ended up, like, afterwards, it felt like a muscle pull. Yeah, but, like, like a strain compared to your two accidents, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah, no broken bones. Or... <laughs> that's a strain. Like, that <laughs> shit goes away in, like, three, four days. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> Yeah, you you were probably yeah. feeling better by the end of the week. <laughs> yeah, nothing was mangled or anything. No. <laughs> yeah, you were doing pretty good quickly. And that was a groin yeah. strain, too. But those usually don't actually are a little more than that. Like, there's certain muscles I feel like you strain yeah. them a little and you bounce right back. And those those can be those can be funny, well, depending. Now, you were pretty well, good. Well, it wasn't even the groin. It was, like, lower. What was the – is it the adductor? Oh, your adductor. adductor. Yeah. yeah. That's when, right. Yeah, it was because of the way I was like, because the hills were there were really steep. There were like on um, these dark hills you'd run up. So I like turned my um, feet, like I pointed my feet out. So then, and I was pushing up that way. And I guess, you know, my legs being in that position, I was probably working muscles I'm not used to, which is yeah, strange because right? I use the machine at the gym. And for that machine, for those muscles, I always have it like maxed out. So. But that, that might have been like a little muscle that I don't hit or something that I might. Have you know what though? So. Honestly, it's just a different kind of. So it, it's funny you brought that up. So during the um the Spartan when Daryl and I did that Spartan in uh Killington, I I work my adductors a lot just in a lot of the stuff I was doing. I mean, I played soccer on and off for years. I you know, and I didn't think anything those I didn't think that area would be which I cramped up like probably like i don't know maybe nine ten miles into the race and it was like a 14 mile race maybe a little sooner and it was cramping up that inner thigh and i'm like what the fuck like there's no way like why would this muscle be cramping and i wasn't dehydrated we had hydration like my mm -hmm. whole camelback had it was hydration water it wasn't just plain water and and i definitely was hydrated so it wasn't a, a hydration issue because that's the first thing everyone thinks it's like oh it's hydration i'm like oh dude this muscle is just overworked and it's telling me no like mm -hmm. it's literally like just lock it on my clock because it, it got bad i'd have to like punch it out like i'd have to sit down and just like hit it i found a stick and i was doing like almost like a foam roller I, like the tiger tail yeah and but that muscle it was that going down those hills man it's it's different 
it's a different animal. And if you go fast, you're, you're using a lot, like the, your legs are really taking a beating. Yeah. And those hills at the tough, I mean, at the um, rugged maniac, they're steep. Yeah. Cause that's like a dirt bike course, like a professional yeah. dirt bike course. Uh, you can get yeah, those hills. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's no joke. If you think about dirt bikes, like we're human bodies, we're not moving that fast or that, that strongly up the hill. Yeah, and, and there's a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, there's those. I have to say, like out of all the five K ones, that's the the hills are the most brutal in that one by far. Yeah, worse than the obstacles. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, the tough scramblers obstacles. They're definitely more gnarly. They're more dangerous. Let's say I yeah. wouldn't even say gnarly. They're just like <laughs> retarded. You're like really this is, <laughs> like you fall and you're fucked. That was the funniest. Yeah. That was kind of the funnest thing about that race. Like this was not. It wasn't for like oops i just fell he he i'm in water like you're gonna hit concrete yeah like concrete pillars <laughs> i was just laughing about that with somebody because like how dangerous is that race i mean it's fun <laughs> it's wicked fun but like compared to a lot of other obstacle races like you bang into something and like you know you fall and you foo foo you're in water you're in mud you, you know yeah. you're banging into something soft like this shit is no like even though when you run across those um those barrels they're full of concrete yeah <laughs> cement he fills them with cement i'm like this guy just didn't give a fuck with this <laughs> you know yeah but yeah, but, but I, yeah. I, I, oh, i'm sorry go ahead yeah the rugged mania cut that was really good i actually when you know once i made it to the obstacles but i stayed up because my shoulder was still um messed up a little bit like we ended up finding out not long before the race that i couldn't lift my arm like straight up like i, I could do it like off to the side yeah but but not straight up so i um stayed away from the obstacles that um had anything to do with me having my arm straight up and like pulling myself up and stuff so like yeah climbing up things i kind of like went around those but there weren't too many of those no and i feel like you know at, at this that was a huge milestone for you to get through that race dude yeah yeah which i i have yeah. to say again congratulations oh thank you and then now, i guess we could talk about um you were supposed to do that but i guess we could talk about why you couldn't yeah, do it <laughs> so i i woke up one morning this is like i i think i've talked about this in other podcasts like i feel like i'm in like some other world when I'm sleeping. <laughs> i woke up one morning and every now and then, you know, you sleep funny, your neck's a little kinked, like, it's like, right up in like my trap, kind of like, it, it, it really, it, it just felt like, really, really like, kind of tight where, you know, you turn your neck and it doesn't feel like it's your neck, it feels like a muscle, right? Mm -hmm. And um, so it got, it was pretty tight. And then I, I went to my PT and he needled it. And he gave me some stretches to do and it really helped like it felt like it's getting a little better but it, usually that goes away in like three or four if i sleep funny or whatever i wake up with my neck like that my my like it's almost like in the shoulder it almost feels like it moves to be honest with you and i'll get into that in a minute but um so i'm like you know whatever it's just really sore but i i didn't feel like i slept the funny thing is i was it didn't even happen right when i woke up i was reading a, a heavy book and i put it down on the table and it and then it fe I felt that muscle and I'm like, damn. So I was assuming I slept funny. And then, so like fast forward, um, about a week later, I did something. I like, I, oh, my infraspinatus felt really tight. So I had Cindy I, dig at it, like dig hard. What's that? And I, I, 
so it's a muscle in your shoulder. It's it's up in your back almost. Like I I'm I'm literally touching it. Like like I'm pointing to you. Like you can um, <laughs> <laughs> on this audio podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like yeah. Look at that. Yeah. So it's, in, it's 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 like in your back, but it's part of your shoulder, like upper back. So it's in your shoulder, right? Uh-huh. But then I'm literally putting my thumb on it, like depressing it, like a moron. Um. <laughs> so anyway, I, I'm. I, I have her dig at it because that's where it's hurting, right? I'm like, oh, it, it's got to be in here. Dig out of this. So, and like previously that day, I loaded the bar on my back. I was doing calf raises because I've been getting like a little plantar fasciitis and like, uh, you know, and then I did some squats and blah, blah, blah. So whatever, um, I do that. And then I come home and I have her dig. The next morning I woke up, it, my fucking shoulder, my whole shoulder, like, back front down the arm um into like my elbow i and i usually get like knock on wood my tendonitis on my left side is like pretty much gone it is gone but i can feel it in my elbow and like my hand was like tingly but my shoulder hurt so fucking bad but like i don't remember the last time i experienced pain like this and it was killing me so this is like friday and i and it's just getting worse it's getting like so much worse i'm like what is this dude like what happened? So, and I can't, I can't do the neck. So then I'm, th- I'm thinking like, is this my neck? And, you know, I get on fucking Dr. Google and blah, blah. I'm like, all right, it's, it probably is some of it's my neck, but it also, it really feels like my shoulder, like when I touch it. So I'm like, and honestly, when it's your own pain, whatever you, you, you know, like educationally is out the window. You're like, Oh, fuck you. Like, <laughs> I'm going crazy. I can't figure out what's wrong with me. I'm broken. I don't know what happened. Like, you're not a rational person when you're when it's your own body like at least i'm not i shouldn't speak for everything yeah (laughs) yeah and i'm like what happened like so then i try to do i have like um there's there's a it's this guy mckenzie he does this book on like how to fix your neck how to fix your back i believe he's from new zealand don't quote me but i think so and i love new zealand so anyway he um robin mckenzie he's great books and he how to fix your back, how to fix your neck. So I get, I have the book. So I go to do the next thing. I like tried to chin tuck and I almost knocked myself. It felt like somebody like, I don't even know. It hurt so fucking bad. So I'm like, oh my God, I can't do this. I couldn't do any of the neck exercises at all. So now I'm freaking out. I'm in so much pain. I have like, I don't know. I take ibuprofen. I have like old muscle relaxers for my surgery. So like, they're probably stale if that's even a thing. I'm just like, I'll take one of these. Like I'm fucking dying. Right. And, um, the next morning I went to, uh, the walk-in and she gave me a steroid pack, which like barely touched it, but it took the edge off. And she gave me more muscle relaxers, the, the walk-in, the GP there or whatever, what are they called? Um, uh physician's assistant yeah the pa oh yeah Mm -hmm. so and she was great but she's like you know it could be your shoulder and i'm like fuck like you know i I don't like because shoulder pain radiates too like so you know it's i'm just fucked at this point i'm like i'm miserable i'm crying like crazy and for about two weeks i was like that and i i started seeing dr edwards um you know he sent me yeah, he's awesome. Mm-hmm. He sent me for an MRI and it, it looked awful. It was funny because he goes, I don't know how many of you guys listen and have had MRIs before, but back in the day, they and I've had a bunch, they they don't look as easy to read, like clean. This mm-hmm. one looked really good. He goes, I know you probably can't read an MRI and I look at it and I'm like, well, that looks fucked. 
because you could see the di- like it was a really nice MRI because I'm not I don't not a doctor I don't know how to read one but it it was easy to see that something didn't look one of these things is not like <laughs> the other <laughs> and I was like fuck and then he's like and you have some uh, like more arthritis than I'd expect I'm like here's my thing no one needs to tell anyone that they have arthritis like yeah. don't like any medical professionals like don't tell people we don't need unless you you feel that shit don't tell me where that it is because the worst thing is when they leave the x-ray in the room now i've had so many fucking x-rays i'm like oh fuck i have arthritis you know it's like but you don't need to know that that's like a need to know basis (laughs) (laughs) i'm joking i'm just saying like it's just what i when they tell you it's almost like now you're aware and you're like because i have some arthritis some parts of me that i've seen or like i've been told and i don't feel it ever so i want to keep it that way don't let me know that i have more issues than i need to know yeah i think there's like different levels of it yeah that i don't know if it might have even been dr edwards some some doctor told me that it's not even like real arthritis half the time it's like a like a catch-all term that they use oh so well uh, i'll I'll take that (laughs) he he said i had more in my neck than than you know for some of my age probably so Uh but i yeah so i have two bulging discs um it's i gotta look at my mri i think it's c5 and six and then c7 i can't remember the other one i think it's five and six is the one that's bulging like it, it's basically going like in two directions i think i think you have the same thing in your low back right in the lower back yeah <laughs> and so I, that's why when i was doing those neck exercises it would it wouldn't work because it was like press relieving one side and then pressing into the other yeah which is exactly what happens with yeah my back yeah yeah so you yeah well, you can relate and yeah. honestly dr edwards has been a godsend um he really he the the traction he does with his hands and like the art has been really helped he could actually i remember going in there and i'm like can you just come home with me because like <laughs> he, i was like so so much like so miserable paul and i was in so much pain and like i don't like to take stuff so i'm just a cranky Mm. fucking bitch and then like i try to eat like my cat sitters edibles and then i'm like i don't want all this fucking sugar but they're weak enough where i'm not like a total like because i'm not like a pothead these days when i was younger yeah but and i'm like i don't have a tolerance so i don't want to do that and get all weird on top of being like fucked up so Mm-hmm. I ate one one night and it was probably it was in the freezer for God knows how long so it was stronger than a lot of the other ones and I'm laying on the couch watching tv and I'm like it, it's okay show I hit my my back like that that area I was telling you about earlier because it felt really tight with the gun mm-hmm. stupidest fucking move on the planet it, <laughs> it dropped me I was on the couch Cindy was somewhere yoga or something I'm just like crying by myself watching the show so I stopped crying because I'm like all right crying's not going to do anything to give me a headache so I'm watching the show and it's like, okay. And then all of a sudden I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? What is this shit? This acting is terrible. And then I'm like, oh, I'm high. <laughs> but then the pain felt bad. All of a sudden I was like, I don't think this hurts so bad. I'm like, this show's not good anymore, but I think the pain went away. <laughs> it helped. Honestly, for those of you who are not, who listen to this and are not, or anti-marijuana, first of all, it, you're it's not a good idea to be anti-marijuana i just want to say i'm not saying you should go out and fucking get high all the time but it, it really did knock that pain because i hurt myself with that gun mm-hmm. it, it you know it, so i'm having referred pains from the net from the disc and it's going into my shoulder this is really what the big problem was but it was so bad that i wasn't actually experiencing pain in my neck at all except my right side a little but really extreme in the, my whole like arm back front like Delt, real rear delt, anterior front delt, like the anterior, 
all the way down my arm. Like it was bad, dude. And I'm not a baby. Like I will say, and honestly, it's, it's, I don't wish this on anyone. And it's, I totally sympathize with you. If you have it happen, it blows, but the weed, the, the weed edibles helped. But I, again, I, I'm like, I don't want to eat all this fucking sugar. I'm barely working out. Mm-hmm. Fucking, this isn't good for me either. I'm going to get depressed with all the sugar, but the edibles <laughs> really did help. <laughs> You know, and I, I was like, and I did that for like a couple of days, probably three or four days. And then unless I, I couldn't sleep, which even when I, there was a couple of nights I didn't take muscle relaxers, dude. And I slept nine or 10 hours. Now you, you know me, I'm a seven and a half, eight hour. I don't usually require more than that. I'm pretty much up after seven and a half hours. I was down one night. I slept, this was a muscle relaxer night, I think for like 12 hours. There were nights without the muscle relaxers. I was sleeping 10 hours. Cindy's like, dude, you're fucking, that's crazy. (laughs) But your body's healing and you heal in your sleep. So clearly it was doing its thing. Oh, that's good. Yeah. But needless to say, I'm on the mend and it's, I haven't done any surgeries or anything like that. I don't plan on it. I'm just doing the chiropractor, the PT and doing my exercises and keeping it moving. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just sucks because it's like especially when it comes to like the nerves and stuff and it just hit the nerves it's like um you can't get comfortable no matter what you do no no and there's nothing that takes it away and honestly that i think you know it i was doing a lot of cbd which i don't know if it helps or not i couldn't really tell that there there was those there was a couple times i definitely think the edibles were a game change like a lifesaver um, but I, I don't want strong ones. So it's like, I'm not willing to, it has to be like, I know these, the dude who makes these are so weak that they're like, they just chill you out a little and that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not one of those things I would suggest going out and just grabbing a bunch of edibles when you're in pain yeah. and like going to town. Cause you'll be fucking hiding in the closet or you're going to like, <laughs> you're going to be like eating everything. Well, that sounds house. good too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's why I couldn't do the race, everyone. But I am proud of my boy Paul. Yeah, you're talking about like the CBD and um, edibles and stuff. That reminds me of um, I went on um, Veterans Day. I believe the place is called Island Wellness in Middletown. I did like a salt cave, and uh, at the place they sell CBDs and uh, edibles and stuff. That's what made me think of that. But I had never done like a salt cave before. That was pretty cool. You go in this um room and it has like you know those um what's it called just called pink salt those you know those salt yeah, lands Himalayan. yeah Himalayan yeah they got like a bunch of like giant ones it's like all it's almost like walking on the beach except it's salt like all on the floor and everything and it's like all around the, the walls are covered oh so your feet put your feet in it too yeah yeah but they said I should wear socks because they had just put new salt out and um so so it, it could like dig into my feet because it was fresh so i wore socks so you don't wear your shoes in there you put your shoes outside okay and, and then you sit in these chairs it's like almost like like beach chairs and then they're playing like that you know that music like a meditation kind of music you know just in there for like 45 minutes the lighting's dim you just kind of like meditate just kind of like zone out that's awesome i love that uh, kind of stuff yeah, that when I got out, and because I think it's normally, I think they said normally it's like $30 or something, but you can get the, was that, Groupon? I never used that before, but you can get Groupon for that place too. But on Veterans Day, because I'm a veteran, I they 
I was able to do it for free, so I decided to try it out. So that was pretty cool. The what is it? The Groupon. You can do a lot of cool stuff in there. You definitely should check it out. Yeah. But the I'm gonna have to check that out. I did the Bodhi, the Bodhi water journey. You gotta do that. We should go to that together. That's fun. What's that? So it has um uh like hot plunge that I think is like 104 degrees, another one that's 96 or 98, it's a little above body temperature. Mm-hmm. Then there's like an ice cold plunge. And then there's an infrared sauna, a regular sauna and a steam room. So you just go around for like two and a half hours. At first I was like, there's no way I'm gonna stay here for two and a half hours. But <laughs> dude, I loved it. Like uh, that was when my neck was really bad. I went by myself and I was just like, uh, it was, I actually felt a little better, when, well, a lot better when I left. And mm-hmm. that was, in a, it was probably the second week of this thing that it was bad. And it just, it's really healing. Same thing. There's like uh, um, music on and it's like super chill and you can go to the, and it's all like one giant room that all these things are in and Mm. you just move around in circles. So you stay, cause you know, you can't stay in that cold. If you're like a good cold plunger, you can stay in there like more than a minute, but it's fucking cold. I'm in and out of that bitch. I'm like, I know this is good for me, but. Oh, I'd you probably know, want to skip that. <laughs> well, you don't want to skip it because it's really cool because you're in water that's like 104. Uh-huh. So when you get out and you pop in the cold plunge, it just it's really supposed to be good for your body. Uh-huh. So I, I just don't. It's like staying 30 seconds for or a minute. I'm like, yeah, I got. Here's the funny thing. By the end of the, the thing, you can stay in way longer. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. it's cool, though. It's similar to that. It sounds like that similar as far as like how you feel after. Like, I'll definitely check that salt cave out. I heard those are good. Yeah, it kind of, yeah, it felt like how I feel after like an awesome session of acupuncture. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I yeah, kind of kind of feeling like a little loopy and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I would definitely check that out with you. Yeah, yeah. And I think there's, you can bring, um, I think that there's like four chairs in there so you can bring people. Oh, that's cool. To, yeah, yeah. But I was by myself. So, so um, you know what I want to ask you about? Uh, can you tell us about your newsletter? Cause I got a sneak preview and it was yep. awesome. Yeah. I wanted to get into that. Well, well, first I should mention that I'm a graduate from Southern oh, yeah. University. <laughs> That's right. We haven't done a podcast in a long time. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just graduated with my master's in creative writing, MFA, if you will. Um, last week, was the graduation i actually went to it because it was just in new hampshire it was like less than two it's in manchester so it's like less than two hours away it's like just over the massachusetts border and um yeah it's like a really big school like the graduate waste yeah the graduation was in an arena where they you know we they I think they have a hockey team but um they had three sessions there was one at 9 30 in the morning and then there was another one at two and then mine was the last one at like six and there was like so many people that graduated took forever but um yeah that was a good time but yeah finally done it it feels weird not having to do homework anymore (laughs) (laughs) so i'm working on my book journey of the road runner so (laughs) and i'm gonna look into doing some freelance work like freelance writing and freelance editing because i'm I think I'd be really good at that. I'm a really good editor. Yeah. I, I was just reading a, a book, um, a, like like a bestseller from Amazon, Lost in Time. And I found a typo in it. 
<laughs> I wasn't even looking for typos. <laughs> That's they, funny. It's like you just have to... it, it was it, they used the word it instead of in. <laughs> I feel like you know what's funny. You know, there's definitely I've spotted, and I'm not a professional editor by any means, but I've definitely. It's funny you mention that. There's definitely a lot of typos in books. I think. Yeah. Because I found quite. Haven't you found? I mean. You know, not always a New York Times bestseller, but like I definitely read some books and I'm like, man, like this is wrong. Yeah, yeah. Especially like a lot of, you know, the self-publishing's huge now. So yeah. I think that's what I'd be able to help out. Plus I'm, well, I hate to brag, but I'm a really good writer. Like as far as like de developing the story and everything, I'm good at Dude, own it. Dude, own it, own it. It's not bragging, you're owning <laughs> ability. Yeah, if, like, you know, structuring the stories and everything. Yeah, I'm good at that. You know, on top of that, I everything sticks out to me like a sore thumb if something's spelled wrong. <laughs> Except when it's when I'm writing my own, then I'll like catch it like on the fourth or fifth time looking through it. But yeah. <laughs> it's just something weird about that. That's why it's good to have people, other people. Look at it. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, so I'm entering a new chapter of my life. So it's very exciting. Yeah, you've you've really uh, you worked hard on that. I'm really proud of you. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of work. Yeah, that last a long journey. Yeah, exactly. Another part of the journey, and yep. uh, yeah, that last class was brutal, but I still managed to B plus in it. That's awesome. It was about teaching, like um, becoming a teacher. So I had to like put like a a plan, like a lesson plan together. So that I just think about yeah. this. You're you're in college. You're like finishing, getting a new degree, and like you're working a full time job. Like that yeah, is not easy. That, yeah. Like that is yeah. not easy, especially when we're adults. Like I don't care what anyone says. Like personally, I well honestly, I shouldn't say this because I feel like as an adult, I probably learned a lot easier than I did when I was a kid. <laughs> but learning's not easy, and it's not just because you're learning something new we have a like shit that's going on around us in life. Like your main focus isn't to get good grades in, in school. It's to go to work every day, do your job, pay your mortgage, pay your bills. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like when you're actually focusing on school on top of like adulting, it's, it's a lot harder to focus. I, I would assume like, I mean, whenever I do like a new continuing ed or a certification, like it's, it's fucking grueling because there's not the kind of time that, and we have like these responsibilities we didn't have as children, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah. kudos to you, Paul. <laughs> well, well, not to mention that my job is like as a computer programmer. So I'm already looking at a computer all day and using it's my brain saving. all day. And then I yeah. gotta do <laughs> more thinking afterwards. <laughs> oh yeah. So um, yep, so that's done. So I'm gonna do that. Hopefully, yep. It's funny, like I always feel like I'm reborn in the fall. Like the fall is like my new year's like when I start when I joined the gym it was like in September or October anytime I make any kind of life changes it always seems to be in the fall and here we are again <laughs> it's your spring yep yep so um yeah this is exciting and um and it happened to uh, my last class was like the day before Halloween and then November is called um, NaNoWriMo, it's National Novel Writing Month. And the goal is to write 50,000 words, which is like a, like the length of a, like an average novel. 
and there's like a, a website where you can like um track your word count and everything and on the site that has like list of groups that you can join so i had actually joined a couple of years ago but then i you know i couldn't get very far in it because i was in school but i noticed there was like a group for rhode island writers so then i signed up for that but then i didn't pay much attention so now that i wasn't in school anymore i dove back into it and there was a message saying um this group of rhode island writers is meeting for a zoom se session like that thursday or something so um we could all introduce ourselves and say what we're writing on and everything so i ended up doing that and there ended up being about like 15 of us and i don't know you know like i did the running club this is like the same type of thing where like i found my tribe like it was yep. so awesome and it turns out that they have like a physical location for this writing club and it's called what chair writers writers club and um the office is in the middle of downtown providence on westminster street and i don't know i feel like i kind of manifested this because i always dreamed of um doing writing like in the city oh and yeah this is like in the city and this place is beautiful they have um all different types of places to sit you can sit on a couch and write there's all different rooms there's like um standing desks and the, the desks also have like these tall comfortable chairs they got like big bulky chairs like a like desks you can sit at there's like a big huge table that and there's like of course there's coffee and everything <laughs> so um on sundays through november we would do these writing sprints so we'd all meet for like two hours and you write for 30 minutes and then you take a break and we have coffee and we talk about what we're working on how we're doing it and everything and then um for about five minutes then we go back at it so it was awesome like finding that is awesome. this tribe yeah and it turns out that this place also has a podcasting studio so yeah, i saw i i don't know if it was motif magazine but I saw an advertisement for for that, and then you brought it up that day uh, that you were going there. I was like, "Oh man, I've seen that place somewhere." I'm just I just didn't know remember where. It looks awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. And then on Sundays, it's actually free parking downtown, so there's like yeah. a big parking lot around the corner. So um, the only thing that sucks is like now it's not open on the weekends anymore, and then they close at six during the week unless there's like a group they have all kinds of groups that meet there and everything well, but, but now that COVID's over they 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 might um open it on Sundays again now that more and more people are coming in person so oh, I bet I mean I feel like everything's pretty much back to normal at this point yeah yeah you know so, yeah th this place is like very liberal so um I don't think any Trumpkins would be interested in this place. Like <laughs> when you when you introduce yourself, you have to you give your pronouns and everything. It's that type of deal. <laughs> well, I feel like anyway, like, and I don't want to stereotype because it's not right, but it is what it is. Um, I don't feel like a lot of Trumpsters are like super into like writing deep stuff anyway. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's be you know what I mean? Like, when's the last time you heard a Trumpster say something like super intelligent? <laughs> like, yeah, I, it takes like individual that, thinking and stuff, and that's not. Yeah, yeah like yeah. You, the, the individual thinking is just something that they don't possess. Like, it's very much. <laughs> yeah, it's that 
just I don't even I don't even know what, what to say about it all. <laughs> <laughs> but you, when you're there, you like Trump. I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like at this point, you're you're really you know. <laughs> You got your hooks in a dead fish, people. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I like fell in love with this place. So I'm like, I'm excited. Awesome. So, so like all this awesome stuff is happening. <laughs> I definitely want to come with you because I, I yeah. wrote my new one of my I wrote a book that I actually need to give you about how to hire a trainer because it need, mm -hmm. I'm sure you you'll rip it apart as far as <laughs> And I, I need that because yeah. I'm not great at that stuff, but I, I'm, I'm working on another one. So I have to come with you because I think that'll be a good amuse to get out there and actually do it. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. And then we can but, go to the Bodhi spa beforehand. So we're all chill. Yeah. <laughs> that's a province too. Actually, is it? I think that's on Westminster. No, it's on Broad Street. Oh, right. And we'll yeah. hop over. We'll go. No, it's not that there. far. Yeah. No. And and there's like a, a new Trader Joe's now right off of yep. South Main Street. So yeah, I can go by that. So I've been stopping there too to get some foods too. So yep. they, they get good prices with like, especially with the vegetables and stuff, oh, a lot yeah. of organic stuff. So yeah. <laughs> so you got any races coming up? Um, I might do the downtown jingle. Oh, tell Steve, because he is all upset. He has no one to run with, keep saying. Oh, all right. So definitely hook up with him. He's been going on and on about it. Yeah, because then I think um, Wendy wants to go to chair people on. So yeah, she's, so I'll let her know for sure. But yeah, I'll probably sign up for that this week. Yeah, and, then, and I, I feel like if anybody's local and you guys don't have like a running, like a group that does 5Ks, like we can hook you up with people. There's definitely like a group. There's a couple different groups of people, but there's always people who run the local 5Ks in Rhode Island in, and like Southern Mass. So if anybody's yeah. looking to find a new running group to do like just smaller races or even bigger ones, either way, we have a lot of people who we can hook you up with. So please feel free to reach out. Or yeah. if you're traveling this way and you want to come and do a race. Yeah, and definitely let me know because a lot of times when I sign up, I create a group called roadrunner the roadrunner <laughs> so yeah. yeah you don't say <laughs> <laughs> yeah i gotta be careful because i don't know if uh, the there's that store roadrunner it doesn't have the word the in it so it's i don't know if there's any kind of copyright thing going on or whatnot but yeah <laughs> is, it spelled, is it spelled do you spell it the same yeah yeah okay but i call myself the roadrunner so right and they're just roadrunner <laughs> yeah I, I think you'd be all right yeah yeah but um yeah and as adriana mentioned i started a new newsletter yes i'm gonna be putting out every week it's gonna be called journal of the roadrunner <laughs> and um so in this newsletter i'll write in like a short essay shortish essay and then i uh We'll have like a list of what my favorite things are of the week, like what I'm reading, what I'm listening to, what I'm watching. I'll have like a quote, a quote of the week. Um, if there's races, I'll list what races and have links to like the sign up sheets and everything. And, you know, when I start booking races, I'll, you know, have the information on there if anybody wants to join me. So, 
I've been wanting to do this for a while, but because of time constraints with school and everything, I haven't been able to focus, but now I've already started. I'll be sending the, I did my first one last week and now. I had a sneak preview and it's awesome. Yeah, thank you. And then, yep, then I'll be posting the next once a night. So yeah, so I'm gonna try to get these out on Wednesdays for little hump day news, so. The hump day news, I like that. <laughs> that is good. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the um the roadrunners changing positions. Speaking of um changing positions, this is episode sixty nine, baby. Sixty nine, dudes. Oh shit. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because it was Mark was sixty nine. 69 dudes and uh that's the one that didn't we didn't record right yeah yep so I, I just remember that now when i'm talking about positions so <laughs> <laughs> why we're friends <laughs> yes this is why we're friends <laughs> because our maturity runs deep <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we can be serious and stuff, but we have, we have fun too. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're super immature at times, which I think is good. I really, yeah, I'm to like, oh, and you know, you, you can't take yourself too seriously or anyone else for that matter. Yep. You know, so it's definitely, it's good to be kind of immature and childish at times. Yep. Good for the soul. <laughs> so it's episode 69. 69, dudes! Yep, yep. And um yeah, so there's gonna be some changes coming. I'm trying to like reinvent myself. So yeah, I'm hoping to yeah, I'd like to get more focused, especially with the podcast. I'm starting to lean a lot towards like um personal growth and development and stuff. So hopefully we'll have some awesome guests coming on yeah. relating to that, you know including all the running and everything because that's all part of it too um before i i have to get going in a couple because i'm heading to mexico tomorrow but i wanted to say before we um we definitely want to do that episode too so any of you who like for aging athletes older athletes who are still kicking ass because we have a couple guests we could have on for that yep mm -hmm. so that'll be good for anybody um anybody because i it's yep. interesting to hear you know you a, a 60 65 61 63 like these that age is it's like it's a phenomenal age for athletes if you keep going so it's really nice to hear stories from people instead of hearing like oh you know you get old for that like no one wants to hear that shit <laughs> <laughs> uh you know it's crazy like i don't know if it this is called serendipity today like i just finished a book and now today i'm just starting a new one it's called um never too late inspiration motivation and sage advice from seven later in life athletes yes that is serendipity <laughs> so this is the description is there a secret recipe for staying fit active and vibrant into your 50s 60s and beyond i think it's too late never too late shines the spotlight on seven amazing later in life athletes as they candidly share their thoughts feelings and knowledge about motivation how to get and stay off the couch food supplements and tricks for recovering from illness and injuries, inspiration, personal insights, and other helpful tips. Who is that book by? Uh, the author is Kate Champion. 
Okay. And, and actually, if you have Kindle, Kindle Unlimited, it's free. That's why I got it. <laughs> you know, it, I, it was I, published in 2020. I was using the Kindle for a while, but I, there's just something about a book. I can't, you know, I, I did the Kindle for a while. I really did like it, but yeah. something about having the paper, the book. Yeah, I do both. Like I have the Kindle, I have the hard copies of the books and I, right now on Audible, I'm listening to, I can't recommend this highly enough, um, Bravey by Alexi Pappas. Uh, do you know who she is? Oh. She, she's a, um Olympic runner, Olympic athlete runner. Okay. Um, yeah, she, I think she was in the 2016 Olympics. Um, she, she's American and she ran for Greece because she has dual citizenship because I think her father was from Greece. Okay. And she's got like a great personality. She has, she does like, um, like, um, like she, she's like a independent filmmaker too she's like an artist basically but it's very inspirational and like at a young age her I think she might have been seven and um her mother suffered from suicide so and and she really gets into the details like you know of dealing with the aftermath of that how you know she grew up about her mother and everything and you can really feel it and and she's so inspirational, gives great advice. There are like so many, I need to get the hard copy of this or at least the Kindle one so I can highlight all these awesome quotes that are in it. So yeah. I'm just about done with that, but that's another great book that everybody should read, especially if you're a runner. You don't even need to be a runner. It's like one of the, yeah, it's, she she doesn't hold back. She <laughs> puts it all out there. So yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to hit the road, Paul. Okay. So, um, uh, Mexico tomorrow. Get some of that Mexican weed. Is that a thing? (laughs) There there is Mexican weed. I have not smoked it, but there's definitely, (laughs) when we were kids, I don't know if you remember, we used to call it Mexican brick weed. Oh, no, I don't know. I haven't smoked it in Mexico. I should, I should clarify. (laughs) Not to say it won't happen because I'm on vacation. And honestly, I, I, if someone hands it to me and I'm on vacation, I'm usually not one to say no. (laughs) <laughs> I, I am I am I'm not a, I will clarify if you if you leave I have pot at my house that's probably a year old I don't get so hardly but right. it does happen on occasion but if I'm on vacation or you know maybe once or twice a year at a party I'm definitely I'm pro marijuana I'm just not a pro pothead anymore right yeah you yeah. know those days are over but <laughs> I I enjoy a tote here and there I'm not a I'm not anti that's for sure <laughs> I uh, also want to just say about um, if you are looking for Christmas gifts, hop on soulfriendyoga.com and use the code soul, capital S-O-U-L 20 for 20% off your purchase. You can do that with uh, listening to this podcast. You can use that code. And we are um, hop on our social media on Instagram, soulfriendyoga. You can check out what shops sell our products because I won't get, uh, we have a bunch of them now, so won't get too much into that, but we are have um, there's always sales on the website, and um, if you don't know what we're about, we use partial proceeds to give free yoga and fitness and wellness to at-risk communities. Right now, I'm trying to get in touch with the um, ACI in in uh, Prov- in Rhode Island to work with them. I'm kind of starting a communication, so that'll be our my next my next project. I hope, and I'm excited about that. So that's what we're doing for. Uh, trying to save the world things you know that's great yeah such a great 
organization. So yeah. Yeah, I love it. And that you can reach me uh, at Battle Friend Yoga on uh Instagram. If you just message, I can I'll end up getting it. You can just if you need me for anything or find me at Bristol Total Fitness. And then uh you can find me at the Roadrunner, R H O D E, uh, on all the socials, the uh, Facebook, the Instagram, even the Twitter. I'm starting to get more active on Twitter now. I um was you know having to do with the writing and everything, so I like cleaned up my um account and unfollowed inactive accounts and anything that did, doesn't make sense for me to be following. So I get rid of all that. So I'm gonna try to you know post more on there. And um, the website is theroadrunnerjourney.com. And on that site, there's a link to follow the newsletter. So if you'd like to subscribe, I love it if you can subscribe. Um, there's, there's like a, you can set it up so there's like a pop-up that comes out on the screen and then people, it's easier for people to sign up. So I went to go do that and I need like a widget to do that. And to do that, I had to like sign up for this business account. That's an extra $400 a year. So, oh, oh. <laughs> so I need to be creative and find a way around it. So, yeah. Yeah. and I, I'm pretty sure that when I post the newsletter, I think it posts to the Roadrunner Facebook page. So you can check it out there as well. So awesome. we'll see how that goes. So yeah, I'd really appreciate it if you all can start following me and spread the news i'm going to be getting more active now that i got the time so this is my passion so i hope you follow me and enjoy it all right all right so that'll do it for this episode of 69 dude 69 dudes episode 69 <laughs> 69 dudes <laughs> as ever all right so until next time we'll see you out on the road bye 69 dudes!